Hey everybody and welcome to a new episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your old pal, the Moo Cow, a.k.a. Paul A. Persenza. And as usual, I am joined by... Jonathan A. Moody. Hello, sir. And who do you got in your, your hands right there? I got my little rock star, a little Rocky. Hey, Rocky. How's it going? And then together, we have a special guest. We have... Uh, Lenore. Hello. Hi, Lenore. Lenore is back again. Lenore is back for more. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds scary. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You, you were here. You got to see the Drive movie. That was pretty good, right? Yeah. That's a low, one of our lowest scores. So mm -hmm. now... <laughs> a lot of action. Chop sake, You know, explosions. All kinds of fun. Um, Just like this movie. It's going to be, I'm sure. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust you. <laughs> well, it's Christmas time. That's why Lenore's here visiting us all the way from North Carolina. And um, I thought we should get into the Christmas spirit. And so we are going to watch a movie all the way back from 1966 called, well, it's called Santa's Christmas Circus. However, the full name is Santa's Christmas Circus starring Wizzo the Clown. I don't want to know Wizzo the Clown. You're about to. Wizzo the Clown, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I, this actually was covered by, um, it turns out it was covered by, uh, not Mystery Science Theater, but uh, Rift Tracks, and I believe Cinema Snob also did one on this. I know, <clears throat> I think Red Letter Media might have done a clown thing, and I don't know if it was Wizzo or... Or whatever, but... I don't know. This sounds a lot... This sounds like the kind of movie a clown, uh, circus would put out as part of a holiday special to entertain people while they desperately try to distract you from the lack of... If they had money, yes. <laughs> Not in this case. It sounds like Even a long-form advertisement for a circus that is a bit on the lower end. Mm. Not Ringling Brothers, but like the local one. Yeah, no, this is, this is local TV kitty show nonsense. And it's going to be... Bad. Uh, Strap yourselves in. Alright. Okay, I have been in some local TV productions and there... I don't have high hopes. <laughs> you said this is less than an hour? Abandon all hope, ye who enter. Alright, well, I'm ready. I guess. It, if you got through Fun in Balloon Land, this is about the same level. Oh, uh, you saw it. Did you see it? No, you didn't see it. Yes, that. I did. You saw it? Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, did Paul show it to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm sorry. There are multiple times where I fell asleep and it didn't affect the plot at all. <laughs> That's probably what this movie would be like. There you sure, go. Sleep-proof. Sleep-proof. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Well, we will be back to talk more about this ridiculous film after some mood music. Mood music. Jingle cows. Was I supposed to? Well, you could. You want to go with us? Ready? One, two, three. Moon music. Oh, and we are back. Wow. Uh, what an amazing, exciting, action-packed adventure we had visiting Wizzo's Wonderland. And uh, Santa's Christmas Circus, starring Wizzo the Clown. Santa's Christmas Circus, which you don't see Santa until the last five minutes take, of the movie. Take a couple breaths, kids. I know it was an amazing whirlwind of fun. 
<laughs> oh, the whirlwind of fun where Lenore sadly <laughs> passed out because uh, she was sitting in a very comfy chair. And... I think it was all the adrenaline that was coursing through her body. You know, it just overwhelmed her with, with just awesomeness, right? <laughs> She's almost like she doesn't want to say anything. Wow. Paul's very lucky this is audio and not visual. <laughs> First impressions of Santa's Christmas Circus. None of those children wanted to be there. And I'm genuinely concerned there might have been a kidnapping behind the scenes. <laughs> well, you pointed out something about the last names. Uh, it looks like a lot of these kids were related. A lot of shared last names. I think these were the the wizard, uh, the Wizzo character. I think that actor. These were his nieces and nephews. I hope so. <laughs> but it also looks like all of them were ballet dancers. Yeah. Um, they were wearing ballet clothing. So I think they might have also just borrowed kids from the local theater. Either that or Wizzo has a thing for kids in tights. I don't know. Oh, God, please no. <laughs> That's just gross. Your your impressions. Uh, this is uh, this is on par of all the other uh, Christmas shit you've shown me. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah. I haven't even gotten to uh, the Puss in Boots Christmas one yet. It's Mexican Puss in Boots. Where do you see that one? There's Fun in Balloon Land. There's uh, Santa oh, Santa Claus meets the Ice Cream Bunny. This is up there with those. It's just, they're just there were little oh. bits in there. There was there was you know some balloons in this one, and uh, I think there was a bunny. I, I was actually missing the drunk lady doing the commentary on the balloons uh, in this one. You know, like if because there was points where we we're watching just store. You know, so we'll get into that. I'm sure, but like I was like, man, if that lady was there, she'd be giving some fun commentary. The drunk lady. The drunk lady in the fun in Balloonland. Oh, she was the best part of that movie. And <laughs> honestly, I. Sadly, I can't say there was a best part of this movie. The best part of this movie is that it was just under an hour. That was the best part. But the second best part was all the like the violence put upon Mr. Wizzo. When he's like, things are falling on his head. Or he's he's like getting hurt in some way or another. And I'm like, yes. Best part. Well, the worst part is that he never shut the frack up. The entire time. He never took five seconds to like, not talk. Mm-mm. Very exaggerated stutter. Uh, just not good. No, just very exact. Everything was exaggerated with him. You know, it's one of those things that this is what they thought entertained children in the 60s. None of those children looked entertained. No. No, they weren't entertained. And, and, like, I don't think any children at all would be entertained by watching this movie. Like this Certainly not the, today. Well, especially even in the 60s. I think they even knew then there was better programming out there than this kind of crap. You right, know? right, right. Yeah, this looked like it was filmed in someone's garage with children they took from the local theater. Yep, and then you even notice like the the North Pole set looked exactly like the other set, just yeah. re you know decorated or whatever. So I mean, it's well from all the different camera angles, they tried to make it look different. Oh God! But, yeah, <laughs> Cinematography we'll, was just amazing. We'll get in. Oh God, there was like cinematographer and an assistant. Yep, they needed two oh, for my this. God. What? What? Like, uh, why? okay so Lenore do you think that you can summarize the vast intricate Byzantine plot 
of he this loves film. making you do that. You know that. Well, right? I mean, it took away all these different story writers to come up with this amazing, amazing I story. I saw on the IMDb, it just says idea by. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, some clown kidnaps local children. And one of them is sad about it, so he kidnaps them more to the North Pole to meet Santa. They meet him for five minutes and then they leave again. Literally, that is, that, wow, that just summed up the whole fucking movie. But you left out all the details, like the atomic time machine and all the Christmas that, that miracles. That was a child's lawnmower toy that got repurposed. <laughs> and what about their adventures? They had adventures. No, they didn't. It looked like they were just stuck in a gar garage watching somebody's home videos. And it wasn't even somebody's home videos. It was literally somebody going down the street to the department store and videotaping the toys in the window. Yeah, you could see the signs of, of stores across the street backwards, and that was more fun trying to watch, read those than listen to him. Or I was I was waiting for like people to be walking by, and I was like, I wonder if they know they're in this movie. <laughs> like That was my whole like. But, joy. you know, the advanced robotics that were demonstrated by these displays were just, I'm sure you were amazed you worked at NASA. You, I'm sure they had the same sort of technology, right? No. You don't have a time machine. Oh, see, you're not ahead of your time yet. Wizzo okay, so is. Theoretically, it is possible to send stuff forward and backwards in time. It's mathematically possible. It's just not really a thing yet for anything beyond like, the smallest of particles. Now, that is a very interesting scientific... Smallest of particles, like Wizzo's brain? Like quarks. Yeah. Like quarks? Yeah. Like wine corks? No, no quarks. Q-U-A-R-K. Oh. They're okay. the subatomic particles. Supposedly the smallest, but then something has to make up the quarks. But how do you, yeah, how do you make a quark? I don't know. Uh, no one knows. Um, we do know there's different types, and when they combine in certain arrangements, they somehow produce more energy and mass than the sum <clears throat> of the three. So how do they know that those can actually get trans transported? I don't know. This is a field called quantum chromodynamics, and I haven't studied it in detail. I mean, that's just interesting to me that they, they know, they figured out how, you know, that the only way you could do it is if you had that, you know, teeny tiny bit and everything that could go back and forth, but they don't know how to get that tiny bit to go back and forth. Like, See that's... all the stuff you can learn by watching Santa's Magical Christmas? No, this is more of listening to our podcast, <laughs> you know, and having Lenore on it, you know. I think you should start a science podcast for no, no. real. No, I'm not that skilled. Well, no, you you uh, you sound like you are, and especially if people just interview you and ask you questions, you seem to. Rocky thinks you're up. amazing. I know. Oh, Rocky's in her lap enjoying it. Okay. He's very cute. Well, a little bit of background on this. So, Santa's Christmas Circus was created, so to speak, in 1966. The full name. Is Santa's Christmas Circus starring Wizzo the Clown? Wizzo the Clown, Wizzo so, the Clown. Uh, the director, Frank Wizziardi, is also the same guy who plays Wizzo. Wait, 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 wait. His name is what? Wizzardi. So, Frank yeah, Wizziardi. So that's where he got Wizzo from. I expect so. Okay. Because, um, like, grew... when I think of whizzing, I know. I think of peeing. I know. So I'm like, well, this that is, makes sense. This, this is a much more innocent time. Um, so, the idea is that uh, Frank Wizziardi actually came from a circus and clowning family. So, he grew up doing this shit in the 20s and 30s. 
Well, that would explain why all of his apparent nieces and nephews are in ballet. Mm-hmm. Probably. And that's that's his background. So he just he was just a clown his entire freaking life. Mm-hmm. And um, in the 50s, he became the local TV clown guy for the like kids. Like Bozo kind of thing? Kind of like that, only the Bozo for Topeka, Kansas. So a so very small. Wizzo the Clown. Wizzo the Clown had his own TV show. Oh, wow. And I wonder if you can watch those on YouTube. Probably. And um, he stayed Wizzo the Clown kitty TV show for Topeka, Kansas for a long time. Up until like the late 80s, like 1987, when he actually dropped dead, uh, like just before going on a show. So he was there until the very, very end. How old was he? I don't know exactly how old he was, but he was getting up there. Hmm. He was definitely getting up there. And um, this is, I believe, his one and only movie appearance. So you guys got to experience Wizzo and... Oh, well, not quite the flesh and blood, but at least you got to see uh, the movie of Wizzo. Well, I'm sad he died, but dude, this wasn't a good movie. It wasn't? Wasn't a good movie. Oh, my goodness. Well, like I, yeah, he died in 1987, um, Topeka, Kansas. And, um, yeah, the writer, it was uh, the writer, quote unquote, is Byers Jordan. This is his only credit. What? So. He never go off to make a. Very, very famous movie. Well, it's funny because one of the comments you made was, you said was that you're like, I don't believe there was a script for this. Right. Hmm. And I mean, it said in the thing that, you know, the idea by, you know, that's it for credit for IMDb. So I'm wondering if, I mean, really, it's probably, that's probably all it really was, was just, here's an idea of what you do, because a lot of it seemed improv, Mm -hmm. you know. They might have had things that they told them, like, when I say this, you go, yay, or you go, no, or you go, you know, whatever, right? So you don't think it was the same level of directing uh, that you have in, in Drive, where you have to set up all these shots, and it's very complicated? And... Nah, I don't think so. Because uh, he, he, you know, um, Frank Wizziardi also directed it, so he's the director, too. Um, the other character... Is Santa, played by John Bilyeu. Uh He is credited with Santa, so I don't know if that means that's how he's the one who dressed him up, because that's weird. Santa has existed as like a public domain character, and I don't know why he gets credit for Santa. Creating Santa or something. Is it created by... Something like that. And so I was like, wait, somebody created Santa? That's a little weird. But um, I'm, I'm guessing what it meant was he's dressed up as Santa... So they just, I mean, I don't know why they need to say John Billu or whatever as Plays, yeah. As Santa. Well, he is a local Kansas City actor and TV personality. He was on the Channel 9 KMBC station. He's known, there's like one uh, claim to fame, is that he was the first person to be seen both live and TV at the same time in color. Mm. So, and then the only other thing is occasionally... Whenever Dick Clark needed to go on vacation, uh, John Billy would come in and sort of substitute for him on the uh, American Bandstand show. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. So, a name, quote unquote. Otherwise, I think you're right. I think most of these children are family because none of them ever did anything. Except one. Except one. Okay. I saw one girl, uh, something read. Was it the miserable girl? I... 
How would I know? They're none they of them have names or anything. She should have been said miserable girl. Because yeah. there was one who was just miserable. But yeah, her name was Rhonda Reed. And she did one other movie. Two years later, was it she a was porn? in a movie called The Psychic. Oh. And it doesn't sound like it was a porn. It's an ad, ad executive takes a fall off a ladder and afterwards discovers that he has psychic powers. Of course, because that's what happens. Because that's what happens off. when you fall off a ladder, you know, or whatever. He leaves his family to go into show business and cash in on his new powers and proceeds to rip off and alienate everyone who gets involved with them. Then one of his powers starts to fade. You know, all right. So anyway, uh, she was uh, Lisa Thomas in that. So I have no idea if she was a little girl. If she was, it was two years later. So she was one of the older girls. She was one probably, of the ones stuck wearing half a costume. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like. Are the one in the gown? The, I'm assuming the sister of the boy in the cracker outfit. Could yeah. be. So I don't know. I, she didn't have a. She hadn't. Uh, there's, there's, is that the only? I think that's the only read in there. So I think she was one of the ones who, yeah. Uh, well, she might have been the miserable one because she was miserable throughout the whole one, the whole, the whole picture. The other one, the little one, was the one who coughed the entire time. The one I thought had tuberculosis. He might. I was like, please, cough in Wizard's face. Yeah, just keep coughing. <laughs> that was bad. Um. Yeah, saying the miserable one is a bit of a weird one because none of those kids looked like they wanted to be there. Oh, yeah. that's true. She seemed especially miserable. She well, was always said, staring you, down. She was staring down at her feet. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, he's the one that he focuses on later on and says, you seem sad, so I'm going to show you the true meaning of Christmas. And then I got worried. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean with that? Sitting, you know, that's Mr. Wizzo. We, first, we started seeing all of the department store things. Like, that's the true meaning of Christmas? Well, no, they just wanted to head out the airtime. Right. And they had to explain whatever. So they get that time machine. And the time machine sort of shows them the, I guess, department store things or whatever. Which, like, none of it made Why is that a sense. time machine? It's not like they went back in time. Yeah, they were like, we're going back in time to the 1920s. They, they, went, they went outside <laughs> and saw the local department store. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a time machine. No. I Unless mean, it was a time machine to like two minutes earlier. You it, know? It's confusing like, because they also flew on a magic carpet. Uh, you even said like the magic carpet, you could tell something was... Was that the first time you noticed that or whatever? Mm-hmm. That there was something... You're like, boo! So many is like, there's like, a, there's like a cushion underneath. Cushion underneath, like an air mattress. An air mattress, something yeah. like that. I don't know. 1966. I don't know if they. I had don't think that. they had air mattresses back then. Wow. Could that have been the one they used for stunt stuff, huh? Oh, right. Yeah, there you maybe. go. Maybe they used something, and they're just keeping it up, if, bouncing up and down. If they had the money for that. I mean, God Almighty, what was the budget on this? Like ten cents? Well, if the, they were involved in vaudeville. They might have had one. Vaudeville, you get thrown around on the stage. True. But, like, there was nothing interesting. Like, that happens, really. Like... Really? I mean, when... So, like, in the beginning of the movie, uh, we get sort of um, introduced to Wizzo. Wizzo oh, starts God. talking. And for, he keeps knocking shit down. It you wasn't know? funny. It was not funny. It was so un... Like, it, <laughs> it made no sense, too. Well, like I said... 
he did this in the 20s, so maybe in the 20s that was funny, I guess. No, I even think, I think in the 20s they'd be like, but, this is lame. You know, in the 20s it's one thing, and now he's doing it to the 60s generation of kids, and now we're watching it now in our time, and it's just, you know, there's a sense that when, when comedy is really, really golden, when it's really, really good, it's timeless, and you think it's funny, and people 50 years later think it's funny. This is the opposite. It's It was bad now. It was bad in the 60s. It was probably bad in the 20s, like you're saying. It was just bad comedy. Bad comedy. It was bad. It was terrible. But anyway, so he's knocking stuff down. At one point, he says, I have my dog. And it's like a puppet. Don't talk about the Wizzo dog. I know you love the Wizzo dog. Oh, yeah, the puppet that shows up. You didn't love the puppet. Wizzo dog. Twice. He showed up twice. You said, uh, you said Rocky was cuter. Rocky is much cuter. <laughs> so what did you think of the Wizzo dog? I barely remember. I didn't remember he existed until you said him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then now you remember a little bit. And it's a Wizzo dog because it's Wizzo. It's Wizzo right. doing the voice the of the dog. Same voice. Same voice. Probably like, him back there. Right. Like, yeah, it's probably... Because he, he does it twice. He goes to once, and then later he's like... Oh, hold on, I gotta go real quick. And then it, like, cuts to the Wizzo dog, which is probably another time, and he's just doing... And surprise, surprise, the Wizzo dog is just as bumbling, incompetent, and stupid as Wizzo the Clown. Well, he talks just like him. Mm. So he's like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. You know, like, he's just a stupid character, you know. I, I imagine Rocky, if Rocky could understand, he would be, like, rolling his eyes. Oh, know? yeah. Okay. That's not what a dog is like, you know. Although there were some dog uh, creatures or dog-like things in the displays. Remember, we saw yeah. a couple of them. You like so, those. Well, some of the displays were at least interesting, but mm. repetitive. Well, I mean, because they held on to them a little mm. bit too long. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you know, you would get... At one point, you're like, what is that kid doing? <laughs> you know, it looked like he was... I'll say it. You look like he was masturbating and stuff. <laughs> the and was, bear too. And and or jerking someone off. And it was just weird. Yeah, I didn't like yeah, it. It turns out they were. It was an apple. They were shining it on. Really? Shirt. That's yeah. just well, it really just bad. didn't. It was a bad camera angle. Yeah. And the only thing that the thing on the display did was for the arm to move up and down. So it just it just didn't look right. It didn't look right at all. Did not look um, right. But that's how most of the displays were. They would be yeah, these... They're just same, something you walk yeah. past to notice the movement. It was like a Santa Claus, or it was an elf, or it was a snowman, or it was a person, and they would have one piece of them that would like move up and down. Or side to side. Or side to side. That was it. That was, I guess that's technology. That was high technology in the 60s. I would love to. Like, I, I actually want to, tonight, before I go to bed, listen to the... The riff tracks version of this because I guarantee you those guys will be saying worse things than what oh, we were yeah. saying. Oh, you yeah. know, um, oh, yeah. about that stuff. You know, riff tracks. You know, uh, Mr. Yeah. Science Theater and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I. So yeah, so there's some weird shit that happens during the whole movie. Like, it's just it, it just keeps getting weird at times and like they just throw new plot elements in so they can pad it out to an hour mm. and they didn't even manage an hour. We we had some performing kids though, right? Did you did you fall asleep to that? Were you asleep to that? I might have been. Okay, so there are these kids that actually did some cool shit. Um, uh, no, some some were cool, not all of them, but the kid one kid did a fucking backflip. Yeah, the one kid was cool. The lion kid, he did that oh, backflip. Yeah. He did the backflip. But, but otherwise, kids. it was more like they would have a girl, and he would she would be quote unquote like the one from the Orient, 
And she like goes out there and she so like Oriental music. Like two seconds of her going kind of eh, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, because most of them, I don't think they were really supposed to be doing anything. Like some of the ballet girls, you know, those were pretty cool chicks that actually. I mean, knew even in, in in Fun in Balloon Land, where they have that scene where they have the ballet girls. I mean, they were actually doing ballet moves. Right. You know, well, these girls were they were doing ballet. It's just there's a clear difference in skill. Yeah, was, this must might have been like opening very first things you learn in, in ballet because it was very yeah. rudimentary at best. And then they had quote unquote tightrope walkers, which all they did was, you know, oh god, a couple that, of steps. That's so annoyed me. A couple of steps. That was so annoying because they'll do a couple <clears throat> of steps and you'd be, oh god, be careful. The ground, you know, it's you're high up or whatever, and I'm like. Would you stop talking? And I let know. Them do he their thing? never shut up. I know. I was like, stop talking. You're you're like frustrating me watching these people doing I, stuff. Okay, I did fall asleep during the tightrope stuff, but that does make sense then. If it's a whole family of clowns, then yeah, a lot of these kids would have been in training for acrobatics. And That's probably true. hated it. Probably hated it. And yeah. well, and probably hated being on the show. <laughs> I mean, some of the girls probably liked the dancing part, but the rest probably. No yeah, they didn't want to sit around and hear this guy just talk about the meaning of Christmas, you know, or whatever. Like, they were probably like, oh, God, this has to be an hour? Oh. I mean, know. and they would do things that even the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest of children could easily do. And then he'd be like, oh, what a great job. What a great job. Oh, uh, remember, he also uh, got dressed with them. Oh, yeah, the magic curtain. Oh, God. The That's... magic curtain several times he got behind with the children to change clothing. The magic curtain, which he originally went and got dressed or whatever, which we're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, he but dressed then, up like Captain Crunch. Or yeah, he was a pirate. Um, and then the next, when the kids came, it was like, oh, we got to get in our, you know, costumes or whatever. Get behind the magic curtain. I'm like, oh, my God. Are you saying <laughs> that this random kid? So if he is related to them, okay, that's not that's not as creepy, you know, in a way. Because, you know, whatever, you know, like you, uh, some people probably wouldn't find that as creepy considering, like, he's related. But if he's not related and these are just families of them, you know, like saying that he's doing that, which he's not, because we never see them get dressed with him, right? So, yeah. like, obviously not. They probably went into a dressing room and got dressed, came back out, and went under the ma magic mirror again, or a magic carpet again, or whatever, whatever it was, you know, curtain. And then they come back out. But I'm still saying, like, the idea of, like, uh, somebody saying, okay, I've got a bunch of kids that have to get home by 5 o'clock for their parents... Let's get dressed together. Together. You Let's know, take our clothes can, off together. Yeah, and... that's just creepy. Like, yeah. idea of it. At the end, the kids didn't see, were like, they couldn't leave fast enough. They were running out. Yeah, they're like, oh, bye, bye, bye. And, of course, this is from an era prior to when people, or at least, at least publicly, uh, hate clowns. Right. You know, this before any scary clown movies, any killer clown movies, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know why people have chlor chlor I think it's chlorophobia or whatever, but they, the fear of clowns. I just I never got a fear of clowns. I just always found them stupid. I was I was also not a big fan of the circus. I hated the circus. I know, I hated the I circus. I went to the I went to Ringling Brothers uh one year when I was in I think Hampton or or whatever. And I went there with my family and I was like Please, can I go home? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be here. It's loud. Like, it smells. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be home watching a movie or something. 
And so the best part of the whole thing was my friend uh, Jeff, who was like my neighbor's uh, uh, grandson, he would uh, come over and we went to the circus together. We got, um, my parents let us have, uh, you know, lightsabers, you know, like those fake lightsabers they saw there. So we just played with those until they broke that night and then, you know, or whatever. Well, it's typical because it's one of those things where, you know, the older people who are directing and producing this stuff think, oh, this is what entertained me as a child in my in the 20s and 30s. Therefore, this is what should be entertaining children now in the 60s. And they're like, it's not the same. We, we've talked about this before because there's a lot of children, family stuff that's written by like 50 to 60 year old males who haven't been a child since like for 40 no years. Idea. They're so years, out of touch. 40 or 50 years. So they don't know what is actually that entertaining. Um, what what has to happen and generally has to happen is there has to be market research that goes into these things. Nickelodeon does it mm. and Disney does it and whatnot. They see what kids are, you know, does this show work? Does this show not work? You know, and then eventually they put the shows on like Door of the Explorer. You know, you would think like, wow, that's a dumb idea for a show. Fucking kids loved it. I mean, and people were high, loved it even more. Right. You know, but it's, understandable like that's what was working at that time yeah stuff that entertained me as a child and i got i can barely imagine what it would what you guys would think i mean i loved gilligan's island when i was a kid um gilligan's island is pretty good but um you've probably not even seen it have you no no i haven't when i was a kid i liked uh like i like cartoons like the saturday morning cartoons like teenage mutant ninja turtles uh, real ghostbusters that kind of stuff. Yeah, know? see, to me, those are all the quote-unquote new cartoons. When yeah, I think yeah. cartoons, I think Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner and all the classic cartoons, Tom and Which Jerry. Which I still watched as a kid, but not as much as the newer cartoons and everything. So it's interesting because you're a totally different generation. Uh, what did you watch when you were uh, a kid, Lenora? Uh, I remember Pokemon, Ninja Turtles. I read a lot of books like Treasure Island, um, Jack London. Yeah. Tom Sawyer, uh, Huckleberry Finn. But not so much cartoons? I watched Pokemon. Oh, okay. I, Pokemon and she's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I also remember I really liked um, The Incredibles when it came out. I think I wore the tape out. <laughs> yeah, that that would make sense. That's a superhero cartoon. You know, That's going to be one of those things. You know, you present this to kids 20 years, 30 years down the road. Do you think are they going to find it just as interesting? Or are they going to be like, what the hell is this crap? Probably. Uh, they'll, they'll say whether well, this is crap. Because uh, Sam, our producing partner for Six Flick Productions, Samantha Marie, she has two kids. And they will flat out, you know, they're, they're children. I mean, they're, uh, they're, I mean, they're getting almost teenage years, but they're still young, you know, and they'll be like, what is this? You know, this is terrible. <laughs> you know, if it's a kid's show, they, they, even as a young person, they would know, you know, this is terrible. This isn't good. So this kind of thing, they'd be bored as hell with. We look at it in a sort of, well, me and Paul, not you, Lenore, sorry. But me and Paul <laughs> look at it as like, this is ridiculously stupid and kind of funny to like make fun of. And it's the kind of thing that normally I might have saved if we were still doing, um, you know, little stinkers to sort of torment somebody's kid because they're going to hate it. This is a little stinkers kind of a movie, but that show's kind of on hiatus. We don't really know what's going on with that. So 
And I wanted to do something Christmassy, even though this really doesn't have much to do with Christmas. Um, so when Santa does his whole explanation of what Christmas is, right. what did you think of that? Very dumb. <laughs> what was the explanation? Do you remember? Uh, something about how you feel on your birthday. Is that spirit? It's yeah, like, the spirit. Something mm -hmm. about twinkles in people's eyes. It, it was dumb. <laughs> uh, hopefully something non-sexual. <laughs> I don't think that had a sexual meaning in that era. No, probably no, not. I, I, got, I hope not. It doesn't even really have one now. I mean, and even looking back at this movie, they weren't trying to make anything gross or sexual or, or creepy. They were. They just did. It just you know? comes across as really, really creepy. Mm. Yeah, it just didn't. It didn't try because, like, they. I, I guarantee you, Wizzo. Um, the director slash clown was thinking to himself, you know, I want to be, uh, I want to have my own special, you know, I want to have a special Christmas special where people can watch and I can tell the truth because every one of these specials talk about what's the true meaning of Christmas and everything. And it wasn't until like this, this, this year, you know, that I, I watched the Gardens of the Galaxy <clears throat> holiday special. That warmed my heart, you know. Uh, James Gunn well, knew how to do that. I think the thing is, the seminal moment, I think Oops, what changes everything for clowns is got to be John Wayne Gacy. Oh, God. And the whole thing with he's creepy clowns, creepy clowns, you know, with kids' parties who also happens to be a serial killer that we didn't know about until later. Yeah, that's, that's sort creepy. of That sort of changed the context for clowns pretty much forever. Yeah, I mean, cause you, yeah. but not, but when was when was Gacy? Seventies and eighties. Yeah. Right. Remember, we had still had Bozo on the air in the eighties. Yeah. You know, so Bozo was the big big clown that was still there. Uh, Krusty the clown. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, clowns are were but still a even thing. Even McDonald's. I mean, their big thing was Ronald McDonald for years, and then slowly, you know, in the well, 90s and aughts, they started phasing him out. Now he's gone. No, he's not. He's pretty much gone. He's still around a little bit, but he's not He's not the commercials they used to have in the 80s yeah, where constantly. he'd be running around with the, the Hambler burglar and, and stuff like that. But, like, they still have Ronald, uh, Ronald, the Don, uh, Ronald McDonald on, you know, television. And I don't uh, watch TV, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. He's still there, but he's not, it's not... It's more McDonald's I mean, talking about the stuff that they have. When I was younger, if I went to McDonald's, you, I mean, the whole restaurant would look like a clown. You'd be clown shit everywhere. <laughs> now, all that's gone. Ew, you go to clown work. shit? Ew, yeah. That sounds disgusting. Um, yeah. I hope they, it's multicolored. I hope they uh, clean that shit up. But, I mean, the point is you go to McDonald's now and it's the McCafe thing. You know, yeah, you know they it's, scrub it's more, most of that that stuff. Too. Honestly, it's more geared toward adults because they know the, the adults are the ones buying the children's stuff. So if they talk about a kids meal, they're they're aiming the stuff at the adults buying the kids meal for the kids. Yeah. So it's it's good marketing now because like really no kids care about commercials. Kids, and no kids care about clowns. Yeah, that's true. So you're right. Um, so let's see. So this. Byers Jordan guy, that guy who came up with the idea. Yeah, there was nothing. That was yeah, there was nothing. He's done nothing else. Um, and I, I, hard to believe, I know. Poor, poor John Billu. It's, it's funny because you also kept saying throughout the movie, you kept saying, oh, God, this is uh, David the Rock Nelson-esque. Yes. 
He reminded me so much of David LaRock Nelson, where he would just... He, she's never seen me swear more, like that. More interesting. David LaRock Nelson at least changes, you know, camera, camera angles and does different stuff. I mean, he doesn't... Sh you know, he doesn't just... I mean, he talks he, a lot, but... And he talks about the same thing over and over again, kind of like this guy. But he sort of at least get, you know... At least more interesting, right? Like, at least he kind of gives you something to, like, watch, mm -hmm. you know? This is just sort of the one camera angle, occasionally a close-up, which we were even, like, the close-up when they got the close-up of him, we are like, ah, you know? We don't want to see his face. How about that nifty soap opera-esque organ that was playing in the background the whole time? That, that, that's what put me asleep. <laughs> I think that that's what did it, too. I expected bubbles to be floating around. It was... Oh, bubbles were floating around. Oh, really? Okay. At the, uh, what is it, at the bubbles. North Pole. Oh, because, of course, bubbles at the North Pole. That makes total sense. Nothing in this movie really made any sense. It was, the, it was one of the most nonsensical flicks that you've shown me, and it's it's definitely up there with, with Fun I mean, and Balloon. This, but you know what? Topeka, fun and, Kansas. Fun and Balloon Land is way more fun. You know, like, I, I, not the beginning. The beginning of the movie is a, is a drag and <laughs> kind of whatever. But when they get to the, the balloons and, like, talking. You can stay awake during the balloon version. Yeah, because you're like, you actually watch. It's almost like going to a parade, you know. With whatever. a drunk aunt. With or a drunk aunt. Who's taking out old home videos and watching them. Right. There's some nostalgia there. Yeah, and it feels good, right? And it's around the same time because Fun and Balloon Land was 1965, so this is 1966. Oh, God, so maybe they get the idea from Fun and Balloon then. Speaking of, I, uh, okay, so, you're going to have to bear with me a bit. So there's this thing called the egg registry for clowns, where clowns paint their faces on eggs, and those are stored in this registry so that no clown copies the face makeup of another clown. Really? Yeah, it's called the, it's called having an egg, basically. There's a lot more going on with clowns than I realized. Yeah. I looked it up. There is no registry for Wizzo the Clown, which makes sense because the American registry started in the 70s. Oh, okay. But so he maybe was, he never got registered. He was still yeah. performing into the late 80s, though. Maybe he just never got registered. So we could be a Wizzo... You could be Wizzo the Clown. I mean, he could have been grandfathered in. For I all mean, know. I'm not in the business, so maybe I just don't know how to look it up. But I didn't see anything listed for him. So did this movie inspire you to become a clown? Oh, God, no. <laughs> You're not going to go into the circus? No. You could be a scientific clown. No. <laughs> you, you could invent the, uh, the atomic time machine. Okay, so explain to me what, what would make that a time machine atomic. I've got no idea. Why was it called that? Was it just because it sounded cool? Probably. I mean, maybe it's not like a time machine that makes you travel through time. Maybe it was just a fancy clock. Well, right, it was pretty much. But what's the half life of a Wizzo, Adam? There is no Wizzo, Adam. Not yet, but if you discover one, you can call it that. The Wizzo, Adam. I'm not gonna call it that. <laughs> She's got better names than Wizzo. <laughs> Wizzo the clown particle. Adams are usually either named after the place they were located or after famous scientists. Okay. Well, Sometimes you have historical names like Wolfram or well, that's not tungsten. Okay. Bloom boom, uh, that's lead. Well, how many how many new atoms are discovered? The last one was discovered two years ago, and they're not certain yet if there's going to be any more. Okay. Uh, there's a huge debate about that, uh, whether or not anything further beyond that would violate the Schwarzschild shield radius, which would be the formation of a black hole. Ew. We don't want that, do we? No. no. But it would fade. 
if you did form one, it would disappear pretty quickly. Well, theoretically, weren't there like a shit ton of different atoms that were formed around the Big Bang, then they all just vanished instantly? Yeah, um, that's... Hawking radiation can kind of spill out, and if it spills out faster than the actual black hole itself, it just kind of disappears, dissipates. Hmm. I feel like this movie made me go into a black hole. Black <laughs> hole <laughs> like of death. <laughs> um, black hole of death. Yes. That's what the movie should have been called. Oh, man. Oh, because Santa, Santa's in it for like, you know, five minutes. We would have had all these kids chained up against the wall. Just like Santa and the ice cream buddy. And when was that made? We'd have, we'd have uh, plastic on the floor and soap up all the blood. When was Santa and the ice cream buddy made? Um, I want to say early 70s. So I think that was a little later. But I'm not 100% sure. Uh, if I had to pick 72. Year, there you go, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was after. So maybe Santa and the ice cream buddy was... From this, you know, whatever, inspired by this movie. Well, uh, this Santa wasn't quite as incompetent as Santa in the ice cream bunny. Oh, that's true. And you do see ice Santa a lot more than you do in this movie. You don't see the ice cream bunny to the last five minutes of the movie or whatever. And there were two elves. What yeah. did you think of the elves? They were dancing. They danced after they blew uh, bubbles. Yeah, they just looked like kids having fun. Mm-hmm. I do wonder how they got permission to use all of those looks like costumes for a Christmas pantomime. I don't know. I don't know either. Wizzo must have used his magic wand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope he wasn't showing his magic wand to too many people. Oh, God. I, that, that's what he was doing when he was hiding from the room. Uh, <laughs> at least he had the goodness to hide. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it, oh, just Lord. the production levels were... I mean, even for a local TV kitty thing, because you said you were on one, right? Yeah. I mean, those that production values are usually pretty poor when it comes to local TV stuff. But so you were were you on a clown one or were you oh, on a? No, it was a science one, science uh, education. Oh, like a Mr. Wizard kind of thing. Yeah. So how was it? They edited me out of most of it because I Aww. wasn't a good actor. Aww. Yeah, I think total my screen time was like five minutes across you, all the episodes. Did you stare at your feet like that one girl did? No, I was just shy and awkward. Oh. Okay. But they probably had a lot better production values than this one. Yeah. Hmm. Like we had actual editing and stuff. <laughs> we actual had actual editing. 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 Was there editing in this movie? Like, was Kind of, sort of, maybe. Was somebody credited as editor? I don't know. Uh, let's find out. I'm going to look them up on IMDb. Well, um, and I was going to ask you, Mr. Moody, Mr. Say it. Mr. Director, what did you think about the direction of this film? What direction of this film? Okay. What, what direction? There wasn't much. You think that there was only one direction? <laughs> That's a band. I know. Well, not really. A pop group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, well, I don't know if the, the, the direction in this the movie was very amateurish and kind of, there was no direction, like literally the direction was like, I'm going to put the camera here and then say there's a camera person in an assistant. So it looks like there's something going on because there's really, well, occasionally we get a close up, but like that was... That I mean, was when it cut, cut to a close-up. It wouldn't surprise me, and it's probably not listed, but it wouldn't surprise me if John Bilyeu, the guy who plays Santa, is also the guy behind the camera. Sort of a two-person outfit. I don't know, maybe, was he credited as something else? Because I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember who was credited um, in that. 
Oh. Does it make sense? I don't know. But so. I guess there was a point when they had both of them on there, so they would have to have a third person around um, the camera. I guess. I don't know. Uh, what, what is this one called? Santa and the... Santa's... Santa's uh, Circus. Circus. Christmas Christmas Circus. Christmas Circus. Christmas circus. There really was no circus, was there? Uh, no, there was a... There was a a place like there was a Wonderland or whatever. Wizzo's Wonderland, which mm. sounds like a horror movie. I know. That sounds like something that Nick Cage would be in. <laughs> well, uh, if only, if only oh, we can get, yeah. we could reshoot this with Nick Cage. That would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I think he's not hurting for money anymore. And yeah. Tommy Wiseau can play the Wizzo puppet. Yeah, I'm trying to find. See, I thought there would be a Wikipedia on this or whatever, but there's. Only IMDb. It's pretty obscure. Oh, what the fuck? Turner Classic Movies? Really? Ah, look. Wow. It's on Turner Classic Movies list. Because it's a classic movie. Well, it's not, but I don't <laughs> know why it's on here. I mean, I guess some children grew up watching this and loving it, but I can't imagine who. And I can't imagine them actually playing this anymore. <laughs> because, like, even if they put this on the air with commercials or whatever... People will be just so bored. They just be like, I don't know. I mean, know. I remember seeing a bunch of treacly horse shit when I was a kid uh, around Christmas time. But even those were better than this. You know? So you didn't you didn't grow up watching this? Then? Oh no, 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 no. So wait, yeah. So you would have you would have right? You would have grew up. This would have been the time that if this came out. This you know out on. Oh, uh, I'm a little bit after this, but um, yeah, no. By the time I was a little tiny kid. Uh, you know, I was watching the Charlie Brown stuff, you know, and I was watching the Grinch and everybody else might have a little thing. Like I think the banana splits might've had one. So that would have been the seventies. That would have been like the early to mid seventies. So this was before, this was before my day. So in the, uh, in the TCM thing, it says cast and crew, Frank Wiziardi or whatever, uh, as the director, as Wizzo. Uh, John Bilyeu as uh, Santa Claus. Dancing children as themselves. <laughs> uh, then the original music is done by Harry Jenks. And uh, Byers Jordan is the bass on original. So it seems like it just took what they saw from the... Um, it says, uh, Premier Information. Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> show hey, calm down. Oh, Rocky's had enough of this show. I know. Rocky's like, wants to say hello to Lenore some more. Um, so, yeah, so production company, Gold Star Productions, which we didn't mention. Have you ever heard of them no. before? Okay. Must have been a local thing. Yeah. Uh, distribution company, Mercury Film. Uh, oh, yeah. like Mercury Theater? Like I don't uh, think so. Orson <laughs> Wells? I don't. Maybe they stole it from that, but I don't think. Let me see who Mercury. Let me see Gold Star Production. Maybe maybe uh, Rosebud should have been the name of the clown. Yeah, Rosebud. We watched that earlier. You wouldn't believe it, but we did We did do Citizen Kane. There is a Gold Star Productions in Canada, but... Um, I'm looking for the one in Kansas City, Missouri. Or Topeka, Kansas. Well, it's in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, it did? Yeah. Wait, what? Here. Kansas City, Missouri? Why? Why? What? Why have a city called Kansas in Missouri? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's exists. <laughs> okay, there is a 
Gold Star. Gold Star is a thing mm. in Kansas City. Tickets for theater, concerts, sports, and comedy. Mm. So that's probably what they do now. Yeah. I'm surprised the thing still exists. Goldstar.com. Go to goldstar.com. We'll promote there you that. Go. Because there you go. even though they made this shitty movie back in the 60s, you know, maybe they're doing actual good stuff right now. They um, must have been affiliated with the local TV station. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, interestingly enough, you're right. There is a, an award-winning film and television company called Gold Star Productions in Canada. Um, so I'm wondering if, you know, like they did like the R.L. Stein stuff and things like that. It's so, Wizzo, eh? So I don't think they, I don't think it's the same company, but it could no. be. It could be because like they could have just went from Kansas City to Canada. You should call them up. Hey, did you guys do Wizzo the Clown? They're and, like, like what? No, <laughs> we Stop get this question us. a lot. Yeah. No, yeah. we don't do Wizzo. Maybe they have some Wizzo the Clown action figures or something. Ooh, uh, I, what the F? I'm <laughs> sorry, but this that, that Gold Star thing just brought me into some porn. Oh dear. So I, just be careful checking out that Gold Star. You see, you can't help but make the connection with clowns and Wizzo and, and porn. porn. Yeah. yeah. There's oh, this, there's this subcontext going on, whether they wanted it there or not, it's there. Creepy clown shit. <sighs> Creepy clown porn. Mm. All right. Anyway, it's uh, so yeah. So there's this company. It was uh, they made this movie, and uh, as far this as is I it. know, this is it. Are you sure you looked no, that this up? This is it. Yep. Okay. So hopefully they. Uh, <laughs> well, they learned their lesson. It was probably what's his name's company. He probably mm -hmm. started just called. The, well, it's funny because when they take the time to go to all the department stores and take a peek in there, I have to wonder, they probably didn't get their permission. Hmm. Because if they would, they would have probably said this is X department store or Y department store or Z department store and said, you know, can we use this and you get some free publicity. You don't see any of the names. I mean, you see the name of place across the street. It's across yeah, the street. Like, yeah. And that's backwards. Coca-Cola for public drugs. Yeah. So that means somebody came up with this idea probably last minute and said, oh, I'll just go around the block and uh, take some footage of this of these department store things and we'll use that. We just won't tell anybody. Did you know that Coca-Cola and like soda and everything were actually supposed to be, you know, when they were with cocaine? It was they were medicine. medicine, yeah. So, like syrup and stuff. Yeah, then that's why they were sold in pharmacies at first. And Does pharmacies still sell them, but... Does you know. go a fair bit of the way to explaining why some taste like cough medicine. Yeah, well, my, my dad likes a uh, uh, one called Moxie. I don't know if you guys ever had it, but it is the most bitter, nasty-tasting thing I've ever had, but he loves it. All I know taste. is life definitely got worse after they took all the cocaine out of cough medicine. I don't I do think... like, um, I, I like cherry soda and root beer. I like, yeah, and I don't like NyQuil or whatever. Like I like that kind of stuff, so, mm. you know. Um, and not as much. I like the, obviously, non-alcoholic because I don't drink but uh, I don't uh, I, I prefer you know I, I prefer ones that just kind of help me you know uh, sleep better or whatever well, would this movie help you sleep better no but I, I knew this was not going to be a good day because I was last night I was sneezing all night and I was like oh god if I'm sneezing in the morning this I may have to call you guys up or something and say we're not doing it I, I woke up fine but I was like this is not good uh but it's that time of year. You know. Put Lenore to sleep. Put yeah. Lenore to sleep. Hey, this worked as At cough. least for what? Five minutes? Ten minutes maybe? I have no idea how long I was asleep. 
Mm. This worked as like cough medicine, basically, for her. This knocked you out. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, here. Anyway, I think we're actually about that time. Uh, is there anything else that we missed discussing? I mean, there's really not much that happened in this movie. There, there's that, not much of a plot. Yeah. You can't really, you know. What about, what about Wizzo's magic? Were you impressed by his magic? No. You know, he had magic phrases, and he had a magic wand, and he had magic, magic paper, carpet. magic carpet. No. It looked like he just recycled stuff from a child's birthday party. Probably did. You're probably I mean, right. Why, why do clowns know magic? I mean, are you sort of, you know, conflating a magician with a clown? I, I'm why, like, Wizzo is not a normal clown, you know. He is... He is above normal clown. He's yeah, abnormal. or below. He's Abby normal. Yes, he is. He's the Abby Abby normal clown. That's <laughs> what it should have been called. Yes. Wizzo the Abby normal clown. Uh, is pretty, uh, you know. I mean, he just used like little bits of rolled up paper, colored paper. Yeah, the streamers from Hardee's. Yeah, and he just tore a piece off and gave it him. There's the magic. I guess that's the quote unquote innocence of the age is that you could just give kids little pieces of torn up shit and just say that it's magic. Yep. And they'll, you know... Can't do that now. No, because kids are just smarter now, you know, and everything. Back then, they didn't have television shows. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have all of these things that they have now where they can look at that and go, well, this is stupid, you know, which kind of, we do kind of lose the childness, like the child's innocence nowadays because, like, you know, uh, Santa Claus. You know, how many kids used to... I When I was a kid, I believed in Santa Claus for Did a long you time. you believe in Santa Claus? When <laughs> I was four, yeah. yeah. But then when you were five, you were like, screw that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure five or six is when I stopped. I don't remember when I stopped. I might have been a little too old. Because I, I believed in magic. This is why I became a filmmaker. I believe in magic. You know, right? And I didn't want to become a magician because I didn't want to see how the magic was made, you know? But I wanted to make magic, right? And filmmaking Like Peter is... Cottontail, that kind of magic? <laughs> you pull your hand, get my little magic hat and everything. No, not like that. But, <clears> like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I wanted to have fun with it. And, uh, and that's how I became that. But that's... The childhood innocence is what keeps a lot of these movies and stuff going. This just didn't have that because it wasn't, it wasn't very, I mean, it was childlike, but it wasn't very innocent, you know. But I wouldn't say the whole thing, I wouldn't say the kids then were like dumber or anything. They were clearly just as bored. They were just bored. They were bored. They weren't dumb and they weren't smart, too smart for this. Yeah, they don't, they don't really do magic shows for kids anymore. It's just not really done. They do have science shows geared more towards kids and science is the opposite of magic, you know. Since magic is, well, we don't really either know or it's too complicated to explain how this happens. So we're just going to say it's magic. Whereas in science, you'll get a detailed explanation as to what's going on and why. I'm sure you could probably talk about magic versus religion or versus uh, science to uh, a certain extent, right? Yeah, well, there is obviously the Arthur C. Clarke that comes up that magic is just science you don't understand yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've seen and performed in some of those science shows. They're a lot of fun. There you go. Kids love them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite thing is when you take a rubber ball or a balloon and you freeze it in liquid nitrogen and you throw it as hard as you can and it shatters. Mm. And it sounds just like glass breaking because um, 
rubber goes through this transition. Uh, it has the glass transition temperature below that temperature. It's very brittle and hard like glass. And above that temperature, it's very rubbery. And that's because as it goes above that temperature, the molecules can move around because they have the energy present to do that. See, if Wizzo had known about that when he was using it to blow the snow off of the stage at one point, remember that? Mm. Yes. Instead of actually using the broom and just sweep it, he instead decides he's going to blow up the balloon and then he tries to use the balloon and of course it really doesn't work because he's terrible. He's terrible and stupid and incompetent. And I guess that's where the humor from Wizzo comes from is that he's an incompetent idiot. You know, I guess that's where clowns are born. Yep. Rocky enjoyed the movie. Do you know why? <laughs> Put him to sleep. Yeah. He was asleep most of the time. He just cuddled up with Lenore. This this is a good movie to sleep on because unless you're required to watch it so that you have to talk about it. Yeah. Well, the music's pretty good at putting you to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise it's going to be like... Because nothing exactly. happens. Nothing happens. It's a plotless movie. Plotless and sort of boring. And you know. plotless and budgetless. Yep. You know, I can't imagine. This is probably the cheapest movie. We've, just as cheaper than, than Nick Zed. Cheaper than Nick Zed. At least Nick Zed has, like, phone, fake phones that they do. Somebody had to paint those, those yeah. backgrounds for they Nick had, Zed. Exactly. Yeah, and for fun of Balloon Land, there was still, I assume, cost and inflating, and inflating all those balloons. Mm. Right. Yeah, so there's something going, you know, with that or whatever. I mean, if, if like, Fun of Balloon Land was literally just some woman, some drunk aunt at a... You know, uh, at a, a, a somebody had to parade. buy the tickets at the parade. Exactly, that's that's more cost than whatever this was. You know? <laughs> so I don't know though. I, it, it was it was film probably. So, but anyway, uh, probably got that for free from the from the studio. Probably from the TV show studio. Yeah, because so, this was probably for the TV show. Yeah, you know, to promote him and get him out some more. It clearly worked because now he's a household name. He's on TCM.com. There you go. More than us. Movies. Uh, yeah, none of our films are Turner Wiz Classic movies. Wizzo has made it more than we have. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> oh, well. You know, thank you. So I guess we're now at that time where we start talking about how we're going to rate this film. And we use our stinkometer, which is a score from 1 to 10, by which the lower the score, the better the film is, and the higher the score, the stinkier the movie is with lots and lots of problems. And uh, you can give it a half step and goes like 5.5, 6.5 if you're feeling subtle about your scoring. Mm -hmm. And then we total it all up and then we compare how this movie scores with the rest of the stinky garbage that we've been watching for this season. Oh, God. <clears throat> uh, so anybody want to start? I'll start or if Lenore wants to start. Your choice. Uh, last time we asked this and you wanted somebody else to score it because you were a little, the pressure was on. But you did score it first the last time. So mm -hmm. do you want a me to go or you to go? Am I allowed to give it a rating of X? <laughs> I'm not even sure it counts as a film. <laughs> One to ten probably would fit. Now I'm pretty sure you gave Turkish Star Wars a ten. So th and bear that, that in you mind. Sleep too. Bear that in mind. There was a lot more going on in Turkish Star Wars. Yeah, that one had a plot. <laughs> this is just something people just kind of threw together. Uh, it looks like it may have taken one afternoon. If that. If that. It, it, I don't want to be mean because the main guy in this died. But well, I really that's... didn't like it. 
So I'll give it a 9.5. 9.5? Wow. Wow. Alright. I am surprised. Really? The point five is just as a condolences because it does seem like he was a kind of a beloved figure in this area. And I feel sad that he died. Not in this area. Not yeah. here, but in Kansas City. I'm, so I'm sorry, but I'm going to give it a ten. It's, it's like, because there was no direction, really. There was no camera work. I mean, other than maybe close-ups or whatever. There was no... The, the stuff with the, you know, department store went on and on and mm. on. I was like, what are we doing here? Like, there, was, there wasn't even commentary most of the time. It just showed the things. And I'm like, this is just... Like, at least have somebody talk. Like, even if it's, you know, Mr. I won't shut up, you know. Yeah, him, and he wouldn't shut up. Yeah, have him as... That's the only time we don't hear him is when we see the department store. And I'm like, I would rather hear, hear him than just watch these things, you know. So, I don't know. I... Yeah, I was a little boring. I'm bored. I I would say ten. This is up there with all it's the a, other crap. It's a ten for me too. I I you know it's for kids, but so what? You can still make good, decent movies for kids if you put a little effort into it, a little bit of money, a little bit of time. They didn't do this, like you said, Lenore. This was just cheaply, quickly thrown together, and it's just. Bad. Even was, even for the age that for that age it was just boring. It was just boring, yeah. It boring, not, awful, terrible, and horrible. It was not fun, you know. It's not fun in Balloon Land, and and more fun pain. with fun in Balloon Land. This was pain in Wizzo Land, is what it was. I mean, it's up there with the ice cream bunny because, like, when they go into Thumbelina and ice cream bunny, I'm just like, oh my god, can this movie just stop? You know, this was terrible. I wish there was an ice cream bunny in this movie. We we missed the ice cream bunny badly. Yeah, well, at least the ice cream bunny part was fun. But if, if Santa Claus and the ice cream bunny was literally about Santa Claus and the ice cream bunny hanging out, I would have been all for that. But yeah. I mean, I will say it's tough to make a decent Christmas movie. There are very, very, very few. I can probably count on one hand the holiday-themed Christmas movies that I can honestly say were decent. There are very few of them. See, Paul tries to pick this uh, Christmas movies that are the bottom of the barrel, worst of the worst ones that not even, like, Red Letter Media would touch, you know, and stuff. And uh, Rift Tracks did, but that's because they're making fun of it the whole time or, mm -hmm. or whatever and kind of making jokes. Um... So I tend to pick ones that are a little bit more popular, you know, and a little bit more, you know, like Jack Frosty. Didn't you know? David Dakota do a whole bunch of holiday theme movies for uh, Hallmark? Holiday themed ones. Thought so. Yeah, I think so. Probably. I mean, a lot of them do like a lot of Christmas Lifetime shit, you know, these days too. This wouldn't have made it. Uh, there is, uh, if you go on Tubi, there's Santa Paul's. And that's like uh, Santa and kittens, you know, and stuff. <laughs> you, she probably liked that. Oh, yeah, you would like that. But, uh, but aside from that... Santa paws with kittens. Oh, that Santa's sounds adorable. Paws. Yeah, see, there you go. She would love that more than this kind of stuff, you know. But, like, there's nothing really good these days. Well, and the, the unfortunate mashing up of Christmas and clowns also doesn't really work. Yeah, yeah. Christmas clown, not a thing that should exist. Well, it does. Exactly. <laughs> Here. Oh, Lord. Green and red uh, clown costumes. That's just... No. Mm. I'm sad that he passed away because I would want a Wizzo 
if they did a holiday special, like maybe do another, like uh, Valentine's Day special, you know, Wizzo, Wizzo, and some some Wizette, you know, or whatever. Cloud. God, no, I never want to see Wizzo again. <laughs> you don't want to see him. Uh, I've seen it twice now. I don't need to see it again. Uh, you know. I don't know. I would love to actually look back and see his show. Mm. I want to see if it's still like the bumbling. If it's all of like his stuff that he did in the beginning, where he's like bumbling around and and stuff. Like I want to. I would love to see that. Like just out of curiosity, you know. I want to watch the whole thing. I think I'd saying. rather pull my head off and throw it against the wall. Oh, we found out, Rocky, what he really thinks of Wizard of the Clown. <laughs> he picked it. He I sure did. It. I shared the pain. You shared the pain with other people. And that's, now, that is the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Sharing the pain of bad movies. There you go. That's what, our, that's what our meaning of Christmas is. That's the spirit of Christmas. I am the lump of coal in everybody's stocking. Oh, poor Lenore. You come back to, to Virginia to hang out with Paul. And what does he do to you? He makes me watch bad movies. Yeah. There was lots of other fun stuff we did, though. Yeah, there was. The Cat Cafe, you went to there. And, yes. You know, things like that. Got to like play that. Pathfinder. Yeah. Lots of food. Oh, you got to play Pathfinder with everybody. That's nice. So, you already ate, baby. He's like, I'm so sick of this stupid movie. I know. He's like, well, you guys are still talking. You're just like Wizzo the Clown. Won't shut up. You won't shut up. <laughs> Oh, he's such a sweetie. Um, but yeah, this is one of our only times that we'll have Rocky. Rocky doesn't go to the studio because he just gets too anxious there. But we're at my house, so he feels comfortable. And he, lo oh man, he was better than he was when um, when we did Citizen Kane. Here in Wizzo Wonderland. I don't know why he just he felt. I guess he felt more comfortable with you, Lenore. Aww. I think that's what it was. You know, uh, he he barely went to Paul. It was mainly like hugging on you. Except when I had pizza. Yeah. Well, anyone had pizza, you would want to come crawl up on them. Um, understandably, because you know, I don't blame you. But all right, everybody. I think that's about it. Um, uh, Lenore, we, we mentioned last time what you've been up to and everything. So we're very, very happy to have you. Yay. Every time you come down, we unfortunately will have two movies for you. Good cop, bad cop. I'll, I usually try to find something that you might like. Uh, to counterbalance the, the fact that you're going to get something pretty crappy. But well. be fair, I get movies that no one likes. Yeah, and so we're not missing <laughs> you. If you weren't here, you'd be trying to torture somebody else with it. You know. Ask just Jen about that. You're just the unlucky... Oh, God. Jen and Joe not, Lynn. Jen wouldn't watch this. You know, she'd be like, nope. Nope. And she would walk out. <laughs> you she know? would nope out on us. Once you told her what it is, she's like, nope, I'm out. But, uh, sadly, Jackie would just fall asleep. Yeah, Jackie would fall asleep. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Rebecca might watch it, just out of curiosity. That's the only person I can think of that I kind of be into it a little bit, you know. That's because she'd have a little help from her bottled friends. Yeah, I think that would... I think a lot of people would do that. Liz would have to, you know, do other partake and stuff and things because she'd be bored. Because <laughs> it's just bad. Aww. So are you ready to go? Right. Time yeah. to wrap this up. We will see you on another episode of Indie Film Cafe. I don't know if I can find anything quite the same uh, level of badness as this, but I'll keep a looking. Hey, this almost got a 30, man. Almost. 29 uh, and a half. 29 and a half. It's pretty, pretty, pretty high up there. 
We'll see what else what else happens because this is only half the year basically half the season. Mm-hmm. So we're almost we're almost half the way season done. Oh my goodness. We are the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, sadly. All right. Well, thank you guys all for checking us out. Uh, have a merry Christmas in June. Merry Christmas. And uh, merry Christmas and uh, and join us uh, next week for another brand new episode. So then, everybody. Bye. Bye. You might want to move your water bottle because it's blocked here. Yeah.